Hey everyone, welcome back to In It For The Long Haul. I'm Lexi. And I'm Zeke. And we're excited to wrap up Clayton's season of The Bachelor um, after a long hiatus on our part, um, just with crazy schedules during this whole season. And honestly, recovering from what truly was the most dramatic season finale yet. No kidding. We had to go to another state just to recover. It's true. Um, honestly, Clayton has given Missouri a bad rep. <laughs> yeah, come on, Clayton. I mean, I promise that Mizzou boys are not that bad. I don't have personal experience, but I I just had higher hopes. <laughs> yeah, we really did. But, you know, I think that they have to keep they have to keep ratcheting up the the drama every year so that they can keep claiming that it's the most dramatic season yet. It's true, and that may have been some of the reason why they picked Clayton to be The Bachelor mm. because, you know, it kind of came as a shock. He was only number six in Michelle's season um, and, you know, was kind of quiet comparatively. But I think that the producers saw an opportunity for some manipulation, and we certainly saw that over the course of his season. He was very um, trainable and compliant (laughs) to Mm. all of their schemes. And so that blank canvas really gives the producers a chance to create a really dramatic season, and they succeeded at that. Blank canvas is such a... Fun term for a person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but obviously no, I know he's you, got I know some dimensions to him, but comparatively, I mean, he was a lot easy to a lot. It was a lot easier for them to take Clayton and manipulate him to do what they wanted um, than somebody that was a bit more strong-willed and bold on Michelle's season. Certainly, if Nate wouldn't have won, and ABC had picked him as the bachelor i i just think that he would have been a a bit more stubborn if you will for all of their schemes yeah no kidding (laughs) so there we have it i mean they got what they wanted they have a dramatic season and it still seems that clayton walked out somewhat of a winner maybe his reputation lost but it seems like at the end of the day love was still found so you can't argue with that yeah shortest episode ever No, we'll we'll break down some of what happened on this two night season finale. Um, It really was a a roller coaster of events. Um, But before we get to that, Zeke, any first impression rose for this last episode? Um, Clayton's a bold man. He makes some bold choices. And we say after things, we just got done saying that he's that, manipulative. Things that he things that we've never seen before. Yeah. I think. A couple different things that we've never seen before. I mean, it's true. I think that um he is unpredictable. Um and it, it was it was a roller coaster. I I did not guess it completely correctly. Yeah. What's your first impression, Rose, for this episode? I um, I figured going into the finale that he was going to end up alone just because of, you know, how poorly he handled things with Susie and how that caused her to leave. And then how, you know, he was left with two women that I didn't think his heart was really 
in it with. And so, mm. yeah, that's my first impression, Rose, is he's walking away alone. And mm. I'm not completely incorrect. <laughs> Partially correct. So we'll jump into it. Um, this episode started with the rose ceremony from hell. The rose ceremony from hell. Yes, they were very excited. Jesse, uh, live live studio audience. Um, so Jesse was was hosting on stage, uh, and then they would of course cut to the episode. But he was Jesse was on his game uh, during this finale. Um, you know he knows he knows how to do the things. He knows how to do the dramatic the dramatic eyebrow raises. I think he did one of those. It's an art. He just they the Bachelor just loves their. When they, when they have little things, they just love to play them up for the drama, which is fun. You know, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, but it truly was um, the most uh, stressful. I don't know. It was a wild rose ceremony for sure. Well, I think the worst part was they chose a venue that explicitly had extremely loud acoustics. So you could just hear the crying and wailing. Throughout the whole place. It yes, was- no sound engineering going on there. <laughs> it was awful. Um, Maybe a little bit embell- embellished in the post. But mm-hmm. but yeah, so we are coming off, since it's been like a few weeks since since the last, uh, since the second to last episode, we did leave off with Susie kind of leaving Clayton um, and them being pretty mad at each other uh, just about how things went. Uh for the week of fantasy suites so now it's the rose ceremony and um rachel and gabby roll up to the rose ceremony and they're kind of standing there looking at each other because Susie hasn't showed up yet and they don't know anything yeah and you can really sense that there is some fear and uncertainty in their eyes um because you know everybody else walked back into the room after their fantasy suite date and um, had the awkward interaction with the other girls trying to avoid the topic of what happened. But we didn't see that scene with Susie because, of course, she didn't come back to the suite. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. And so I don't know if the other girls are thinking at this point, Susie must have gone home, especially since she's not here yet. I don't know. But they really kind of piece it all together when Clayton walks up and that kind of ends the potential arrival period for Susie she's she's not coming and they now know that for sure so yeah then it's time for the big reveal Clayton um that we've been it's been teased we've seen it on the previews we thought we had this spoiled they played shenanigans um but Clayton reveals to Gabby and Rachel that he slept with both of them during fantasy suites and that he had fallen in love with I think all three of them. I think he told them there was. Uh, it's hard to get keep track of when he was being precise with his numbers or when he was saying, uh, trying to make it seem like it was just one other with Susie. Uh, he's a slippery man, but no, he he kind of reveals this bombshell, and um, you know the the women are pretty stunned. I think is safe to say. Um, I think they they both kind of you know both need a minute to to process what was just told to them. For sure. What, what was your impression of, you know, what it was that they were, took so hard? I think that they were most upset by the fact that 
he was in love with all of them. Yeah, I agree. I think particularly among Rachel and Gabby, that was the biggest concern over the intimacy. Susie, it was very much more the intimacy. Um, And, you know, it seems like Gabby and Rachel, they were upset by him sharing these feelings with all of the women at this point when two are still going to go home. And it could be those two that go home. Um, And they, you know, broke down this huge barrier with him to, you know, be in love. And and that can make it really hard to recover if you don't end up being the one he chooses at the end. Yeah, it, it was tough. As you mentioned, you know, they were crying. I think mostly Rachel was the one who was being really loud. She had gone down some steps <laughs> and to the lower level. And from as far as we know, Clayton could hear the wailing clear as day upstairs. And he was just kind of standing there um, regretting his life choices, hopefully. Um, but he goes and talks to, um, who does he talk to first? I think Rachel. No, he talks to Gabby first. Gabby kind of approaches him and is really upset and kind of is really direct and aggressive with him, questioning his um, motives and (laughs) decision making and telling multiple women that he was in love with them. Um, Yeah, we call that giving him the business. (laughs) Yeah, she just kind of goes all out, and I don't blame her. I mean, it's really shocking, and um, I think especially hearing it um, in public, so to speak, like during this row ceremony and not in like a private conversation Hmm. really makes it sting worse and just, just makes it really shocking. And also hearing this coupled with like suddenly learning that Susie has gone home It's just, um, it's a lot, it's a lot to take in and they know that he's in love with Susie too, but yet she's gone. And so then they, you know, have questions about that Mm -hmm. of like, oh, if you are in love with her, why did she go home? And, you know, they don't get the full story or picture on what went down between the two of them. So there's a lot of confusion. It's like, oh, well, you're in love with her and she went home. You're also in love with me. So I could easily be going home too. And and what does that mean? Like, that just doesn't make sense. You shouldn't be sending people home that you're in love with. But yet you can't be in love with three people. So, yeah, it's it's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, she definitely, you know, she gave him what for. Um, she had some some good moments. Um, you know, we're going to see these clips uh, of the stuff that she was saying. Very, like, clippable moments. Um, some good smackdowns of Clayton for sure. Um, you know, maybe even some, you know, Bachelorette-esque moments. Mm. <laughs> maybe. I didn't really think Gabby would be the Bachelorette at this point. Um, I don't know who would. I, I don't know if I, I knew. Um, I didn't really have a good idea. I just didn't think that Gabby... Well, I think more and more as the season went on, she did seem like Bachelorette material. But she is so goofy. I I wasn't. Sh- I didn't think that she would be up for the task. But um, still, that we still don't know who the Bachelorette is. So at this point in the episode, so um, 
yeah so then i think he then goes and talks to rachel and so sorry before we go to that i think at this point it seemed like gabby was not about it and that she was gonna leave yeah that's what i figured too and so you know in talking to rachel i think he showed a little bit more intentionality and his own resolve to try to apologize and really make things right because I think he at this moment is afraid that he's lost Gabby and so he doesn't want to lose Rachel too. Yeah so then I think that they uh, then come back for the giving of the roses and the first rose goes to Rachel um, and she does accept he kind of talked her down And then he offers a rose to Gabby and she does not accept, Um, which I don't know if I've seen a a woman turn down a rose in a rose ceremony before um, since Peter's season. (laughs) I don't know if I've seen it. It was crazy. Especially not in the top two. Yeah, no kidding. So Uh, Or top three, I guess. But technically, since there's two roses. Right. Crazy. And so the question becomes, did Rachel just win? Yeah, like <laughs> Rachel's reaction was like, "Wait, what? What just happened? Am I the winner? What's going on?" Um, she just had all of those look on her face, um, and then I guess Clayton just kind of goes to Gabby and they like walk out together. But then he kind of pleads for her to give him another chance, or in in that whole spiel. Yeah, and I think the main thing is that you know, he is trying to get her to stay um, and certainly wasn't expecting to end up with Rachel as the de facto winner. And I think there's a lot to unpack here. I think the fact that he's trying so hard to get Gabby to stay means that he's not all the way certain about Rachel being the de facto Mm. winner. The fact that Rachel is so shocked that she is like one in this moment and isn't just like super happy, but is like, you know, saying to the camera, I don't want to just win by default. I want him to choose me. It it shows that she's also really been hurt by the situation that just went down. And she isn't all the way sure about this either. Um, and so that like further confirms my theory that his heart really isn't in it with at least Rachel, but I think Gabby a bit too, um, even though he's fighting for her to stay because I think like at this point he's just really confused and wants to at least be able to further compare Gabby and Rachel instead of just like having to choose Rachel by default, um, I don't think that means that he is confident at this point that he wants to choose Gabby either, but he's like, oh, I really need more time. I, I really need more options. <laughs> um, and so it's just a really bad look. And I also think he doesn't do a very good job of trying to win Gabby back. Um, and, you know, she says something along the lines of she doesn't want to be the one that he loves most. Um, she wants to be the one that he loves for who she is. And I think by that, she's saying like the only one that he loves, Yeah, which is not possible anymore at this point since he's already in love with three women. And so it seems to me like she really doesn't want to stay, um, because it's not possible for him to give her that scenario that she wants where like he loves her for her whatever that means 
But yet, she decides to stay anyway, which really did shock me. Yeah, no, that was super surprising. Um, It was pretty funny. They, like, have her come back, and she stands up next to Rachel again. Rachel, I think, was sitting on the floor at that point. (laughs) And they came back, and so they stand up again and, like, line up for the rose ceremony, and he offers her the rose again, and then she accepts this time, which was very, like, strange that they went through the whole, like, pomp and ceremony of it again. Um, but that's what they did. And so they, it's time to meet Clayton's family now that that rose ceremony is over. Um, yeah. Anything else before we get into the family? Well, I just think after Gabby does decide to say, stay and accepts the rose, then you see another weird reaction from Rachel, which like, can't really blame her. This has been a roller coaster, but it's the whole like, oh, I thought I just won and I'm not sure that I wanted to win, but Hmm. now I didn't just win and I could lose and I don't know if I want to lose. Um, Oh, should I be happy for my friend that she's staying now? Like that's a lot to handle and express. And I don't think any emotion can or facial expression can really capture all of that. But it was just funny because I feel like you could see all those thoughts running through her head at once as she was like embracing Gabby. It was just really weird. Um, But this whole season has been weird. So nothing new. Um, But instead of, you know, trying to rectify the situation and calm the emotions and just re-spark the romance um, and settle things down, There are no one-on-one dates. Usually in the final episode, there's one-on-one dates before meeting the parents. And I think the girls even, um, you know, talk to each other about how after the fact that, you know, oh, yeah, they just met Clayton's parents, but they didn't have extended time with him doing something fun, Um, which I think would have really helped this situation and kind of calmed all the tension um and also uh, like allowed Clayton and the ladies to like talk about what went down and rebuild trust before they have to go in to a really intense situation of meeting potentially your future in-laws um but ABC does not allow that (laughs) um they just go straight into meeting the parents yeah I think before the women show up I think Clayton has some time to chat with his parents and his two brothers um And I think the main, like, the biggest, most notable thing about this is he kind of tells them what happened. And I think the big thing is that his dad, I think, is basically, like, he's kind of screwed up. He kind of screwed the pooch kid. Uh, And I think they were, I mean, they were, like, rightfully critical of him, I think, kind of to his face. And he got a little annoyed and frustrated about about it and their reaction. Um... But yeah, anything else like anything else about the family? No, I mean he kind of alluded to the fact that Susie was his top choice and now she went home. Mm. Um, but he's still really excited about Rachel and Gabby, and those are the two girls that his family is going to meet. And so I think that also brings a weird element into the situation from the beginning because his family knows that these aren't his top choices doesn't mean they wouldn't be successful 
or that he doesn't love them because we know he does. But as a mother or as a father, hearing that your son's top choice has already walked away doesn't make you feel too thrilled about him having to like pick a second choice potentially, um, you know, between these two women, even though they are great. And even if, you know, after meeting them, you think they are great. Um, so I think that that was really a bummer. And I understand why his parents reacted so strangely because they're like, well, this doesn't make sense to me as a parent that like your top choice is not still here um, and that you would like still move forward with people that you actively know aren't your top choice. Yeah. But OK, we'll meet them, Clayton. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any memory or thoughts on um, either of these two meetings? I don't think that I really remember much from either of them. Um they were really quick. I mean, it seems yeah. like Gabby was funny and charming and her his family really liked her. Um, they also liked Rachel for different reasons. Um, and I think his dad especially liked Rachel. I noted that he like would always lean in <laughs> and get kind of close to her. But um, we talked about how it probably isn't creepy. We hope it's not. Um, but that's all I got. Yeah. I mean, they were just kind of not notable visits but certainly nothing bad happened and I don't think they liked one woman over the other which is usually what we see in these situations yeah we sometimes see that um yeah and I think you basically captured the gist of it is yeah they both had pretty good visits and the parents did seem to like them um but nonetheless Clayton you know Clayton's big takeaway is Hmm, you know, I don't think that this is doing it for me. I really wish it was Susie that you had met. And it's like, why did it take you two visits of introducing two women to your parents and stringing them along even further for you to realize that you wished it was Susie you had introduced all along? You clearly already knew she was your top choice. And so I don't think that having these introductions with Gabby and Rachel made that suddenly obvious to you like you had already told your parents that you had already told America that you had already told Susie that you loved her the most like you really didn't need to do this man you really didn't need to do this yeah he's a dummy (laughs) Missouri boys yeah can't be trusted (laughs) even Zeke sometimes (laughs) um so then kind of what what happens next I think he talks to Jesse probably yeah kind of tells him what's going on and jesse's like lol Susie's still in iceland well obviously shocker they weren't gonna let her go anywhere so he does talk to Susie and you know expresses regret for the way that he handled the conversation um about you know her being upset that he had been intimate with the other two women And um, she really appreciates his apology, but wants to let him know that she can't commit to anything right now. Um, You know, she she isn't sure. She needs time to think. And so she doesn't want him to just put all of his eggs in one basket because she's just she can't give him an answer. But what does Clayton do? Puts all his eggs in one basket. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Does he 
Does he? What does he? What happens next? Does Does she go and meet his family next? No, he's got to break up with okay. Rachel and Gabby oh, first, gosh. and just put all of his chips on the Susie bet <laughs> or pushing, whatever the word is. Pushing all of his chips to the center on Susie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even though she just told him not to do that. Mm. So, but I think that he is under the impression that this breakup would like flatter her and show her that she is truly his top choice and he's willing to do anything for her. And I so mean, I, I a, think that a... I think he thinks that'll tip the scale. I mean, that's a reasonable thing to think. Like, oh, hey, maybe this woman who I love, who wants to love me, will appreciate it if I'm not dating anyone else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a completely <laughs> irrational thing. I also think that he needs to break up with them anyway because he knows and has known for several days now that neither of them are his top choice. So I think he kind of says that to the camera too, is like, you know, even if Susie doesn't choose me, I can't be with Rachel or Gabby when I don't have those same feelings for them. It wouldn't be fair to anybody. And I think that that's a big move because, you know, you don't want to get engaged to someone that you know you're not all the way in with. And we've seen it happen to other bachelors and it just makes things really messy. Um, and so I'm glad that he is not stringing them along just to get engaged at the end. That's yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. What's not good is the group breakup. Yeah, so I think that Rachel and Gabby were just kicking it at the hotel uh, together, maybe in the same room. I know they're not they're not staying in the same room, but they were hanging out in the same suite, and uh, Rachel comes in to have a chat um, with his two finalists, or so they think. Um, Clayton comes in to have a chat. Who did I say, Jesse? Rachel. Oh, Rachel. I'm sorry. Uh, it's been too long. I'm forgetting the names. <laughs> um and yeah instead of grabbing them each individually and having a chat with them one-on-one he breaks up with both of them at the same time in the same conversation with all three of them so bad so bad and i think so dumb he realizes it in the moment (laughs) because of course they're both crying Gabby's the first one to walk out. She like she's like cussing. She's just like I can't. She's like, do this. oh my gosh, are you serious? And so I think <laughs> finally he realizes in that moment, oh, maybe I should have talked to them individually. I hope they'll still let me talk to them individually. <laughs> I'm gonna go find Gabby. Um, and so she does let him into her room, which I was surprised about. Um, but she doesn't really let him get any farther than that because it's really just her conversation. She goes at him, says all the things, is super upset because, um, you know, it seems like he had already made up his mind, um, before the rose ceremony and certainly before she met his parents. So she is just really upset that he didn't, you know, make this clear sooner. And also that when he did make it clear, he did it in a group setting, which is just rude. Yeah. So she goes off. Bad move. I can't blame her. I can't blame her. Yeah. Rachel um, is a little bit more um, just devastated, not as angry. Yeah. Um, I think she kind of 
fights a little bit for him to change his mind and like asks him the rhetorical questions of like are you really gonna walk away from this I love you and I listen to you and our bond is so deep and we've always been so strong and we've always talked about how our relationship has progressed and affirmed each other are you really doing this right now and it's like yes Rachel he's doing this he's doing it so much that he did it in a group setting he (laughs) clearly wants us to end like it's not gonna happen like don't don't fight for him honey don't don't do it yeah she Rachel was pretty shocked I think that he he actually did walk her out I don't think he walked Gabby out of she didn't want him to right yeah she wanted to go on her own and then but he I think even when he walked uh Rachel out and like getting her putting her to the car I think she was even just like is this happening right now like she was just kind of in shock again (laughs) um but even though he didn't do it in the most ideal of ways those two women have left and it's just Susie who remains and she doesn't really remain because technically she, you know, has been sent home at this point and told Clayton not to wait for her. Um, but he's she's the only option in his mind. Um, and so uh, she agrees to meet his parents because that's what the top two do. Um, and again, no one on one date prior to meeting the parents. No time to like really talk about what happened with Gabby and Rachel no time to continue to talk about what happened with him and Susie during the fantasy suite date nothing just go straight to the parents <laughs> yeah and I think that it I think that it goes pretty well I think that they really like her and um there I don't there weren't really any theatrics with the parents besides them kind of telling Clayton the truth to his face about him being an idiot um at the beginning before he met before they met any of the women but there weren't really any I don't think there were any theatrics or drama with the family and the women, even Susie. I think that that all, that all kind of went pretty smoothly, I think. Yeah. And they affirmed that she was hurting and that Clayton had made a dumb choice. And you could tell that she wasn't fully feeling herself. Um, and that didn't stop them from like liking her or enjoying their time together because they they understood that she is probably really sad and feels awkward right now which she did so that was good of them um yeah but that was another pretty quick visit um and Susie and Clayton talk outside and she again just says that she she can't really make a decision right now um And so Clayton is like, well, what's the next obvious thing to do when the woman I love just told me that she doesn't know if she wants to be with me? I'll go see Neil Lane and pick out an engagement ring. That's what I'll do. Did we see this happen? Was Neil there? No. No. But we did see like him open up the box with the neil lane logo (laughs) right right. and like show everyone the ring um so he clearly had picked out the ring even if neil lane was not present in iceland um but his jewelry was always so we know clayton's got the ring um do you think he's did you think that he was gonna propose like even after all of that and like no real closure i don't remember what i thought i mean at this point anything could happen 
Yeah, I don't think anything was off the table, clearly, because he had a ring. I mean, that's just a lot. Like, at this point, like, I think he should be satisfied with her just wanting to give it a try. Not even, like, officially being his girlfriend, but just saying, like, oh, yeah, I'll get a drink with you in America. (laughs) Like, not be his fiance. (laughs) Yeah, that's absurd yeah i don't know i just don't even have much to say honestly but he does send a letter to Susie, Mm. again apologizing again you know saying that he would love a second chance and asking her to meet him in the designated proposal location an icelandic cabin yeah an indoors location low ceilings not a great, not a great moment. Bad um, lighting. Didn't Iceland's, like the decor. I yeah. would have hated to have that. If I had been on this season and like had made it this far through all of this chaos and that was like the proposal venue. No, no. Yeah, that's tough. Um, you know, usually it's like the beach somewhere, <laughs> tropical location, somewhere in the rainforest, Iceland inside in a Viking. Iceland's decorated. gorgeous. It is. It could have been a better... Well, Um, it would have been windy. But, yeah, the wind. It's always windy in Iceland. So, Hmm. Susie gets there. Um, She's dressed up in her finest attire, just like she would be if she was in the top two, you know, going into the potential proposal, not knowing if she was going to be the one he chooses or not. But, of course, this is not like a regular finale because Susie is the only person Um, So we're not anxiously waiting to see whose leg comes out of the limo and trying to guess which girl it is that, you know, arrives first and is not going to be the one that The Bachelor proposes to. Mm. Not the case here. So Susie gets out and she goes in. um, And the real question becomes, is Clayton going to propose to this girl who doesn't even know if she wants to be with him? Yeah. And honestly, I don't remember what happened. (laughs) Uh... Most of America doesn't remember what happened no i um i think that his speech was pretty unforgettable but the the ending sure wasn't i mean clayton goes into again saying how sorry he was how much he has loved Susie, how they just had chemistry from the beginning and then he does flex the fact that he has a ring he doesn't say that he intends to use it in that moment but he wants it to be a symbol of his commitment to her and like his seriousness about the relationship and his sincerity of being apologetic etc etc um and then it gets to Susie's turn And she again affirms that she appreciates him apologizing. She does feel more positive feelings towards him. They did have a great connection. But she has to choose herself and leave Iceland alone. Yeah, we're always looking for butts in these speeches. And she dropped it. She dropped the butt. (laughs) Yep, it was a big butt. Clayton, surprisingly is pretty understanding he does not cry he does not like try to fight for her because I think at this point you know he did what he could and so he just has to accept defeat I mean he knew that he loved Susie the most so he didn't want to string along Rachel and Gabby but he can't for Susie to like him back especially after the way he treated her 
um, in just like responding to her concern about him being intimate. And so he kind of accepts it. And that is what looks like a wrap on Clayton's season. Yeah. The first time that the bachelor or bachelorette, bachelor, mm-hmm. anyone, the first time the lead has ever been left alone without even a person at all at the end of the season. Right. How sad. So. So tragic. It looked like there was no love. <laughs> For this Missouri boy, um, but we cut to the live studio audience and Jesse tells us that we need to hold our horses. There's somebody backstage who we will never guess who it is that has Clayton's heart. <laughs> what were you thinking uh, in this moment? I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of dumb, so I didn't think that it was Susie. <laughs> Well, especially the way he's phrasing it, it's like, um, Susie's the obvious choice. So if it's somebody we genuinely wouldn't think of, are are we saying it's Shanae? (laughs) Yeah, that thought crossed my mind. I don't know what I thought. I mean, I was just like, Shanae, that would be hilarious. Um, Or just like any of the women maybe from his top five or six. Or someone completely different in Bachelor Nation. (laughs) Yeah, like maybe Teddy, or I mean, not she's not completely different, but um, yeah, I don't know. It was I, but I didn't think it was going to be Susie because of the way that it was presented. But alas, it is Susie. But yeah, before that, though, you know, typical after the final rose, they have um, both Rachel and Gabby come out to talk to to Clayton. Gabby was kind of was the same as she was in the finale, just kind of. Telling him off. I think they both kind of told him off. Um, I think they gave um, Rachel's parents an opportunity to speak about it. Um, And actually, they gave Gabby's grandpa uh, an opportunity to say something. I think Tony just, like, completely declined. He he didn't want to say something he shouldn't say on live TV and or, you know, get himself riled up, Um, which, fair enough. Um, Yeah, tough for them to tough for them to have to watch that live and. In the studio, crazy man. I think the best thing was when Gabby said, "You know, you we all saw you tell Susie that you loved her the most during Fantasy Suites Week, so you knew who your top choice was at that time." When she left you, and then you were de facto left with just you know me and Rachel. And then you told us what went on during Fantasy Suites Week, and I was about to leave you. You fought for me to stay without telling me the full truth that you didn't love me the most or Rachel the most. Um, Because you didn't want anyone, myself included, Susie included, Rachel included, to leave on our own terms. You only wanted any of us to leave when you decided we should leave and that's not fair nothing changed between fantasy suites week and you know the the time after gabby and rachel had met clayton's parents he still knew that Susie was his top choice so he should have let gabby leave in that moment after the rose ceremony from hell um instead of stringing her along 
trying to fight for her to stay, convincing her to stay, introducing her to his parents, and, and same for Rachel, um, because he already had made up his mind. So I think that was really the most powerful um, quote of the night, is like, you didn't want anyone to leave unless it was on your terms. And and that's really true, and it's it only creates a world of hurt for all of those involved. And so I don't think Gabby and Rachel are ever going to really um, – friendly (laughs) with Clayton again um because it just seems like you know he really could have been more honest and expedited the process and spared a lot more feelings there would have still been hurt because he had told everyone he loved them but he could have spared more feelings by not introducing them to his parents when his mind was already made up or not being intimate with either of them during fantasy sweets week when his mind was already made up since it was made up in that week too (laughs) so yeah I think that was the big takeaway from after the final rose yeah so Clayton and Susie are still together question mark I don't know we haven't been on social media really so we don't haven't seen any updates but uh I give them like maybe six months if that uh there's no way there's no way they're gonna last right I don't know I mean it seems like they're pretty happy together they took some time apart after Iceland clearly only a few weeks though because he said they've been boyfriend and girlfriend for four months and it has probably only been slightly more than four months since his filming wrapped So they've been dating for most of the time that, you know, the show has been airing and that, you know, filming has been finished Um, because, you know, she DM'd him on Instagram and like reached out, I guess, Um, and they reconciled and have been dating and they seemed happy and I feel like their personalities really match Um, so long as Clayton works on his anger issues and like control issues. I think the other aspects of their relationship and just how they jive together really do make sense. I mean, I saw her as the front runner all along and I felt like um, they had the most natural interactions and relationship. And so I think it could work if Clayton's really serious about improving himself. Um, It seems like he's committed. He's moving to Virginia, her home state. Uh, left his condo in Columbia by Clayton. Uh, but, you know, actions uh, speak louder than words, and moving is one action, but that doesn't require him to, to do the harder work, which is changing himself, improving himself, um, reflecting. So hopefully that's being done. I mean, I don't know. Overall, the odds aren't great for any Bachelor couple, But I do think that they are a good fit personality-wise so long as they can, like, get past those (laughs) um, red flags. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's nothing else to talk about. Oh, wait, no, there is. Of course there is, Zeke. So who's the next Bachelorette going to be? It's not Rachel. And it's not Gabby. it's not Gabby. It's Rachel and Gabby. Oh, yes. Which I think grammatically, those claims by Jesse were lies. I think that if he would have said it's not Rachel or it's, I think he said it's not Rachel and it's not Gabby. I think that if he would have said it's not Rachel or Gabby, that would be a technically correct statement. 
because it's not one or the other because it's both but he said i don't i think the way he phrased it was it's not rachel and it's not gabby you'll have to wait to find out i think those are lies and he you shouldn't lie i don't think you should lie to your audience it hurts your credibility i think you should have to you have to be more precise and use the correct grammar to to make it (laughs) technically not a lie Guys, this is the world I live in every day being married to Zeke. I, no, 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 no. This is the world you sometimes live in when this part of me comes out. Well. This is not every day. You, you get to see it for yourselves. <laughs> um, no, I agree with you. I just didn't think that hard about it. Um, I was just more shocked to learn that we're going to have two bachelorettes at once. We're not going to have two separate seasons like we did with Katie and Michelle. And it's not a, we start with two and the men get to vote on who they want to continue with. Which sucks. So I'm glad it's not that. No, we're going to have two women for the entirety of the season, which is cool, I guess. But nobody has any details yet on how that's actually going to work. Are the women going to get to choose which guys they like from the broader pool that they want to be just dating them? Or are the guys going to get to go on multiple (laughs) dates with both of them? Oh, I think so. I think each week they're going to like divvy up the dates and they're going to pick. They're probably going to do like each a one on one date and then each like a group date. Um, And then it'll probably overlap. They'll each get to, you know, and they'll be, they'll be, both of them will probably like the same guys, Mm -hmm. a couple of the same guys, probably a few of the same guys will like both of them and not be able to pick basically. (laughs) And do they both collaborate like on who they're collectively going to give roses to during the rose ceremonies or do we have two different rose ceremonies? Like they probably, (laughs) well, they probably each get half of the number of roses what if they want to give a rose to the same guy? Well, they have to kind of have backups, I guess. Mm. So it'll be really interesting. You know, ratings have been falling, so they got to uh, they got to borrow some elements from their most popular show, Paradise, Paradise, everyone's favorite. Um, and I think it should be really fun. I think I'm excited to see to see it starting in July. So we get a nice long break. We get like three months off um, from Bachelor and um all that goes into that and we get to just enjoy the warm weather outside um it's gonna be great we're gonna miss all of our faithful fans so many of them (laughs) thank you all so much for listening and for following this journey with us we appreciate your patience and in some of the breaks between episodes as we've had to deal with the chaos of life um but we have had so much fun breaking down Clayton's journey with you especially as fellow fellow Missourians ourselves yeah (laughs) M-I-Z Z-O-U that's right we hope that you enjoy the break as well and we are just so grateful for all of your support This has been In It for the Long Haul with Zeke and Lexi Hall. 